And now, come with us on a journey into the recent future. It's time for Project Moonbase. DJ Bongo Boy. And my name is MC Zirconium. Welcome to Year of the Space Rabbit. Yes, on this uh, first recorded edition of the show in uh, 2011, where we're operating in a slightly different uh, time zone from the rest of you uh, Earthlings. Parallel. Paralleled. This is indeed the first recording of the new year. Hope you've had a lovely uh, festive season. We've had an extended uh, extended festive season up here on the moon. Did you Have a, Have you had a good, uh, good lunar festive season, sir? Well, I enjoyed that extra bowl of uh, gruel mm. that you put in my hutch. Special, that's what you mean. Special Christmas treat there. Christmas gruel. Mm, that's right. Uh, you decorated with holly. Mm. It's yeah. a little difficult to get down. You but... weren't supposed to eat the holly, though. Right. But just there as a kind of decorative motif. I'll, I, I'll basically eat anything if I can get it in my mouth. <laughs> I think we need to treat you a bit better at the moment, don't we? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's my New Year's resolution. I suppose you had a high table. <laughs> I suppose you had lots of, you know, various roasted mm-hmm. space... Items. The golden candelabra look particularly nice as well. Mm. Very nice. <laughs> uh, yes, on this uh, on this uh, first edition of the 2011 recording uh, schedule, we're going to be playing you a few uh, few tracks that were gifted to us over the festive period, and a few uh, new other new acquisitions. And uh, we have um, some uh, some brand new releases. A new release from a Japanese primary school teacher, no less, featuring on the show. We have a couple of uh, chip tune uh, recordings, including some magnificent Russian chip prog coming up later on in the show. We have some uh, delicious uh, fluty jazz coming up. And also the long-awaited uh, arrival of an album we mentioned several months ago on the show, the soundtrack to Copacabana, recorded by Tim Gain of Stereo Lab and uh, Sean O'Hagan of uh, the High Llamas. Finally got our hands on that, so we'll play you a track from that. And amongst all the musical goodies we have on the show for you this week, we do, of course, have several pieces of lost news retrieved from the deepest, darkest uh, recesses of the interweb by MC Zirconium. That's right. Amongst other things, we'll be discussing uh, zombie turkeys, Zombie chickens and zombie pigs. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> Superb. I'm going to kick off the show this week with a track from a CD which is very kindly gifted to us by Space Disco Jeff. It is a, a compilation called French Funk Experience, a collection of recordings put together by Kid Loco of some of the giants of uh, French lively music. And uh, kicking off with one of my particular favourites, actually, this is the great Bernard Estaldi with a track called Gang Train. Thank you. 
that was the super space disco sounds there of Bernard Estaldi with a track called Gang Train from this great new compilation called French Funk Experience. Uh, one of my favourite things about many of these these kind of composers is they uh, they like to have a, more than one identity, which yes. in a modern era is seen as rather suspicious, I imagine. <laughs> but this uh, Bernard Estaldi went under a, had a series of pseudonyms. Uh, Le Baron. <laughs> Le Baron. Call me the Le Baron. Je m'appelle Le Baron. Le, the Baronet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Estrac Lancios. <laughs> Great name. That's a good one, isn't it? Mm. La Formule de Baron. <laughs> Le Gotemou. Subway. Subway. Mm. Just Subway. Yeah, apparently. And Universal Energy. <laughs> mm. I'm, go- I'm going to Deedpole. I'm going to change my name to Deep by Deedpole to one of those immediately. To Universal <laughs> Energy. <laughs> yeah. Or Le Baron. Can you imagine, imagine going to visit the doctor. <laughs> Is there Universal Energy here? Universal <laughs> Energy? No? Yes. It was very good, wasn't it? It was very good. Uh, he was one of the uh, most prolific of the library music composers. This uh, this particular compilation comes with a great uh, the great liner note which, which uh, describes those names, but also it's got a kind of A to Z. Got a little dictionary of uh, French library music in here as well, which is <laughs> rather handy. But uh, yes, legend legend tells that he recorded over ten thousand tracks. <laughs> what little... ten thousand? <laughs> ten thousand, which seems a little it's bit too uh... easy. James Last. <laughs> it's amazing nobody's heard of him, then, isn't it? Really? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll have another track from uh, the French funk. Might, let's have three or four. <laughs> sadly, yeah, sadly it doesn't have all of the, te- the other 9,999 tracks on here, but uh, mm. we'll have another track from another library music giant later on in the show. But uh, for this show, I was looking for some nice uh, New Year um, chiptune music, actually. Yes. To welcome in the new, uh, the, new, the new Year of the Rabbit, the Year of the Space Rabbit. What is it? Is it um, it's not a millennium, obviously, because it's... Uh not a thousand it's a new years. decade, isn't it, I suppose? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word you're fishing for. Oh, that's correct. Yes, it's a new decade. Oh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I must apologise. <laughs> yes, maths here at uh, Project Moonbase. It's our speciality. I've never heard of this decade of which you speak. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, indeed. It is. We're now entering the second decade of the 21st century. Although some of us have been in the, living in the future for much longer than that. Well, we're living sideways as we're, well, so we're living across a couple of different dimensions. We are. We span several. We span several. So, were you lucky enough to find any uh, chip tune? I music? did. I found a track, a very brief, a brief little track by a Polish chip tune artist called Jerzmie. Apologies to any Polish speakers out there. Uh, this almost inevitably was found on the Eight Bit Collective website, a site where you can download thousands and thousands of free chip tune music tracks and. Uh, We'll have a link to this uh, track, as we will have links to all the other tracks, actually, if you go to projectmoonbase.com. This track is called Winter Funk.
that was Winter Funk from Yerjmier, uh, from the 8-Bit Collective. Mm. A veritable treasure trove of, oh, yes. of digital goodness. Mm. This is the Project Moonbase podcast with myself, DJ Bongo Boy, and bringer of Lost News, MC Zaconium. And uh, you can get in touch and interact with the show in many different ways. Uh, the, the most exciting and uh, happening way of doing so is via Twitter. We keep an eye on twitter.com slash projectmoonbase. You can use that to follow us and tweet us as well. And if you'd like to make any requests or dedications, that's the place to go. But uh, there's more information about the show also at projectmoonbase.com. Yes, where you can uh, find links to follow us on Facebook, join us on Google Friend Connect, or email us uh, show at projectmoonbase.com. And you can leave a nice comment under each of the uh, fabulous broadcasters. Let us know what you think. Mm. Now, in this particular time in the Project Moonbase podcast, it's time to go down the warren of lost news. British philosopher has written a Bible for atheists. Hurrah! Yes, <laughs> about time. A.C. <laughs> Grayling, a British philosopher, has written a secular Bible. It's uh, coming out in spring, according to the Sunday Times, and is loosely based on the Old and New Testaments, replacing the familiar bits with modern unfamiliar bits, I imagine. <laughs> yes, yeah, The secular nature. Grayling's Genesis starts with an apple falling in Newton's garden... His Ten Commandments include Think for yourself Do your utmost <laughs> You there, do your utmost And love well Oh dear I don't like, I don't know why It's that, a bit creepy though Isn't it? Love well <laughs> uh, There's a book of songs instead of a book of psalms <laughs> I wonder if there's any recipes You know, that'd be nice <laughs> yeah. Like a re nice recipe for scones or yeah. pancakes or something mm -hmm. Uh, Grayling says he's imitated the Bible in weaving together a series of different texts, the great works of philosophy, history, and literature. So there we go. Uh, there's absolutely not one occurrence of the word God, soul, afterlife, or religion, he says, proudly. <laughs> okay, good. Well done. Uh, sounds good. I say this as the author of uh, Eating Meat for Vegetarians <laughs> and Hand-to-Hand -hand Combat for Pacifists, <laughs> that I think this will be a hit. <laughs> I uh, think it's going to be as popular as the original. <laughs> um, possibly not quite as popular as the original. No, no. no. Well, do, th do you think this is going to see the beginning of um, you know Sunday services for atheists and yeah, tea, <laughs> well, the coffee mornings and things like that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes. New Yorkers celebrate Good Riddance Day. A giant paper shredder set up in Times Square has been uh, helping people get rid of all the nasty unwanted bits of uh, 2010 at the fourth annual Good Riddance Day held by in the uh, time in Times Square people had the chance to free themselves from the unpleasant memories of 2010 by writing them down and feeding them into the giant shredder there to help were also was also a sledgehammer and dumpster which i uh, think is some sort of american mm. Bin. Yes, that's right. Some sort. Skip, I believe we call that's, it over that's here. The, that's the English, the correct terminology, <clears throat> yes. Also on the moon, That's we also call it we a skip do. on the moon. Mm -hmm. I knew somebody that owned, owned Skips once. <laughs> Did you? It was called Skippy. <laughs> I don't know if that was his real name, because that would have been weird, wouldn't it? If it <laughs> Anyway, uh, everything from uh, excess bills, eviction notes, to political statements will be w were destroyed, shredded, and turned to toilet paper. <laughs> It's a sort of uh, it's a sort of recycling mm. thingamajig. Yes. People who want to shred their bad memories but can't make it to Times Square just send an online message and the st staff will put it in the shredder for them. 
So that seems a bit odd. Since this is basically a form of recycling, are people emailing in things? Somebody's printing it out and then shredding <laughs> yeah, it and recycling right. it. Seems a little bit odd. Yes. Uh, Lori Raimondo, who is a, an organizer of it, said, You can trust none of those memories will ever be seen again once they enter this truck. <laughs> okay. The truck of doom! <laughs> it's like a black hole. It is, yeah. It's like a wormhole that just yes. spews out somewhere in, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, the 15th dimension, which is just full of eviction notices mm-hmm. and uh, pamphlets paper. and yeah. shredded paper from, you know, <laughs> whatnot. Ah, this is a little Christmas story. Merry Christmas. Uh, Mr. Christmas makes plans to marry a Christmas tree. <laughs> yes. Andy Park, known as Mr. Christmas, possibly only by him, himself, mm-hmm. Uh, recently said he wants to marry his Christmas tree and is looking for a priest willing to perform the ceremony. <laughs> the 47-year-old divorcee... There's a surprise. ...loves Christmas more than anyone else in the world. <laughs> apparently. And has proven it every day for the last 17 years. Starting in 1993, he's celebrated Christmas every day. Hmm. Popping champagne bottles, he buys himself gifts and then opens them. Decorates the entire house. Mind you, he must have just decorated it once. It's not going to be decorating it and undecorating it every day. Every day. De-decorating, whatever the the opposite of decorating is. Oh, yeah, he also enjoys a traditional Christmas dinner every day as well. Every day. Imagine how you felt after Christmas dinner. (laughs) And you could have that feeling every day. He must be enormous, this guy. He must be. He must be sleepy and fat, to say the least. (laughs) Uh, now he says he's determined to marry a Christmas tree. <laughs> so this is what 17 years of <laughs> celebrating Christmas does, does to you. Just glugging sherry and just having some more like tryptophan-laden uh, <laughs> turkey. Now he's, he's gone mad, hasn't he? <laughs> I love you, Christmas tree. He says he's determined to marry his Christmas tree. He's only had the plastic tree for the last two years. <laughs> but they've become uh, fairly sh- uh, close in this uh, period of time. Since they have been through approximately 730 Christmases in that time. <laughs> uh, so so he's, not, he's not even going to marry a real tree then? Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't last long, would it? That'd be, a short, that'd be a short wedding, yeah, unless he's going to scotch-guard the entire <laughs> thing or whatever. I don't know if that would work. He describes the tree as his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is tragic, isn't it? <laughs> is that because it's always there for him? Yeah, it's always there. <laughs> Twinkling away. <laughs> He never gets tired of looking at it, and since other people have married their pets and even their even pillows, marrying a Christmas tree doesn't seem that different. Well, well okay. <laughs> you're lying. You're basically <laughs> getting the three or four craziest people in the world and lining up next to them. So yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mister Christmas has already bought a ring for his Christmas tree, but has yet to decide which brand to put it on, and uh, or how to persuade a man of the cloth. To join him uh, in holy matrimony. So there we go. Good luck, Mr. Christmas. Yes. I hope you and the tree will be very happy together. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the news. Flute! Oh, how lovely. Thank you, Mrs. Zuccanian. Thank you. And there'll be more Lost News later on in this podcast. At this point in the podcast, we would like to uh, thank our listeners for supporting us during 2010, especially during the rocky journey through the asteroid belt from uh, FM to HTTP, but also for uh, supporting us in a, a more uh, 
monetary sense by very kindly purchasing items through our affiliate links and also donating money. And particularly, we had a donation in just this week, actually, from Keith Simpson. Thank you very much, Keith, for your for your stupendous dimen- dimension. <laughs> mm, <laughs> your dimensional s- donation. <laughs> your dimensional donation, which has enabled us to purchase a whole a huge variety of space condiments. Mm. And if you would like to be kind enough to uh, donate, you can go to projectmoonbase.com and there is a support page mm. where you can which you can click on. And uh, you can send us some hard, hard-earned money so yes. that we may continue thrusting forward manfully into the future. Mm. Yes. And uh, also you can click on our Amazon affiliate link if you go to Project Moonbase as well and purchase many items, mm. whatever, whatever you want. Just go nuts. And <laughs> it won't cost you any more money, but we'll get a tiny donation from Amazon. It will. Well, right. how, we've gathered some. We've, we've got some. We've got a few we? pounds in, yes. A few quid. A few quid. It all helps. It all helps mm. keep us on the on the space airways. I'm going to return to the music at this particular point, and I have to thank here um, Paddy Steer of the Eoms Show, the show that he does with Kate Butler, one of our listeners, down there in Manchester on the All FM radio station. I uh, was tuning in to their last show actually, and uh, Paddy would played a track from this wonderful Japanese primary school teacher by the name of Koryo Saito. Uh, this is because it's so uh, he's uh, put an al- putting an album out in January of 2011 on a Manchester label called Tamborland. See what they've done there? Timberland. No, I don't really. T-I-M-B-R-E-L-A-N-D. Timberland, but Timberland. Anyway. Could you, drew, could you do me some kind of a drawing or something? <laughs> uh, this particular gentleman, Corio Saito, is a nursery school art teacher, apparently, but um, has a, a huge desire and love for the world of English folk music. So he was actually over here, apparently, a couple of years ago, uh, interviewing some of his heroes and heroines, and also accumulating some uh, medieval instruments. <laughs> They come over here, the Japanese lovers <laughs> of English folk music, interview our folk musicians and make off with our medieval <laughs> our instruments. medieval instruments. That's right. <laughs> and he's blended these uh, medieval in- sounds with his own uh, Japanese sounds and electronic sounds to produce his debut album, which is called Mirage, which you can now order from the Tamborland <laughs> website. <laughs> what is with this strange collection of accents <laughs> for no reason? <laughs> We'll have a link on projectmoonbase.com where you can purchase a copy for yourself. Uh, so I thought we'd play a couple of tracks from uh, Mr. Saito on the show this evening. And we're going to start with a suitable track because we are now in the uh, the Chinese year of the rabbit. So this is Corio uh, Saito with his tune, Rabbit House.
was Rabbit House from Corio Saito from his album Mirage. Mm. I managed to say that without any silly accents <laughs> and no larking about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I tried to behave myself. It was jolly, one. wasn't it? It was very good. It's very nice. He's a talented fellow. And we'll have hearing a little bit more from uh, Corio San. Is that right? <laughs> later on in the show and now it's time for a track from an album which we've been wanting to play for quite some time now which is the soundtrack to a new french movie called copacabana the particular reason for wanting to play is because it's by tim gain of stereolab and sean o'hagan of the high llamas uh, this is actually the second soundtrack they've done for mark fitusi the director of uh, copacabana and uh, it was supposed to be out on itunes a good month or two ago but it for some reason didn't quite percolate through the the itunes uh, process in time so we haven't been able to play it but now we have got a copy this is a track called un bar un soir Gain and Sean O'Hagan's Unba Unswa. <laughs> that was nice. It was good. I had a bit of the Son of My Father tune, but do you remember that tune? No. Son of My Father. Oh, please don't sing. <laughs> I have Son mentioned of My Father. <laughs> Son. No. 
It was, it was jolly. It was. I feel, I feel like a cocktail. <laughs> well, indeed. We, we should maybe just pause the recording at this point. We should. We should get one of the space bunny girls over <laughs> to... Uh... Pour us a martini. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, you can... Uh, I don't think that's actually been released in a physical format. Uh, but you can certainly get hold of it uh, in MP3 form from various well-known... In fact, we can say now. We're allowed to say where you can get it from. You can, in fact, get it from Amazon... Mm. and itunes yes and if you click on the link on on projectmoonbase.com we'll probably get about four pence from that <laughs> we might do we, might we do. very much appreciate it we do uh, we'll take the brown coins <laughs> now if you've been listening to the last couple of uh, project moonbase podcasts you'll know they've been playing a few tracks from the brand new sean lee album where he uh, brings brings back to life that wonderful early 80s phenomenon called hooked on classics except in the in the hands of mr lee it's uh it's not uh, execrable it's actually rather fine this is the way it should have been done <laughs> it is yes for this next classical selection we are going to grab a melodica and head off to the sunny shores of kingston jamaica as we enjoy sean lee's quite unique version of the 1812 overture
that track makes me want to hang around Central Park and hand over a leather briefcase to a man wearing a crombie <laughs> and a pork pie hat. <laughs> that was Bloodshot from uh, Hubert Laws. Mm. He's, he's, that's a good name. It is. And he's making the most of it because that's from the album Flute Bylaws. Oh, very good. And it's uh, two further. Also on that CD is The Laws of Jazz. <laughs> very good. I like that. Mm. It's good. He composed that himself, I understand. That's one of the law, few Laws originals. Yes, the, the I picked this up. I'm not sure whether we should mention this in the podcast, but I picked this up for a mere th- princely £3 in FOP, actually. See, well, I'm just, well, I'm just well. mentioning I'm just mentioning shops now. Yeah. Like, they're just lashing out. <laughs> and, yes, it collects together these two great albums. That I prefer the second album, which is the one we just heard from there, because it's a much bigger... It's like a sort of Latin jazz big band. The first album is a fairly intimate quintet, which I'm not so keen on, but that second album, Flute Bylaws, is <laughs> is rather fine, and uh, that's probably my favourite track on there, Bloodshot. By, indeed, Hubert Laws. But I think if we're gonna if we're gonna start mentioning shops and things, <laughs> yes. I think we should just start mentioning big br- brands like Bugatti. <laughs> I tell you, I do like the nice the Bugatti Veyron. Veyron, that's nice, yeah, that's a great car. It's a nice car, isn't mm. it? Very good one. I imagine that. I, sh- I understand that's a very good, mm. very good uh, automobile. Yeah, so is the Pagani Zonda as well. Yeah, <laughs> I also I also like diamonds. <laughs> 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 and other stuff gold we'll let you know dear listener whether this works whether, this, whether any of this pays <laughs> off if you if on the next podcast recording you can hear the sort of clinking sound of jewellery as we record the podcast you'll know it's worked funnily enough I'm actually looking at an array of gold coins now <laughs> yeah they're just cho- they're just chocolate gold coins yeah so <laughs> it's a start it's a start listeners if you enjoy the show next time you're out and about in the street or in your car wind down the window and just scream at the top of your lungs <laughs> listen to Project Moonbase or just go to projectmoonbase.com and when you get home send us some diamonds yes <laughs> if you have any why not <laughs> this is indeed the Project Moonbase podcast we are t- we aim to release a new episode every Sunday evening we did have a slight omission there during the festive period but um, we had such a huge pile of space mince pies to work through that um, we, we struggled we struggled with that couldn't get out no well hopefully we're back on track now and uh, we also tweet during the week as well if you hear about any exciting developments we shall tweet twitter.com slash project moon base if you want to find out what's happening on the moon <laughs> at any particular time and that's also the where we keep an eye on as well we keep an eye on that uh, to, if you would like to at us tweet us as well right. request dedications suggestions uh, we're always looking for featured artists as well we'd always like to have uh, shine the limelight on a lost corner of um, the musical uh, pantheon and if you create music yourself that you think might fit in with the uh, whatever whatever it is the oeuvre <laughs> of project moonbase then you can go to projectmoonbase.com and scroll down and you'll see our cl- soundcloud widget where mm. you can let us know about yes. your your musical endeavors please do please do send us music we play lots of uh, music sent in by our listeners and to this particular point in the podcast, it's time to go a-hopping through the meadow of lost news. Viral and epic fail are among 2011's banished words. <laughs> Lake Superior State University in Michigan, USA, released its annual list of overused and misused words and terms that should be banned for the year ahead. How censorious. Hmm, Although, epic fail. Yes, mm. I'm with them on I'm that on one. board, yeah. yeah. 
Viral is often used to describe the rapid spreading of videos or other content over the internet, and uh, that's... I think that leads the list for 2011. I'm, I'm okay with that. We could gladly just drop the word viral out of any sentence, and it <laughs> loses absolutely nothing. Uh... This linguistic disease of a term must be quarantined, <laughs> said Kum- Kumamel Alla of Los Angeles uh, in making the nomination. Close runners-up included Epic, just on its own, and Fail, often twinned to describe a blunder of monumental proportions. <laughs> yes. A total of 14 words and terms were on the list, including Wow Factor. Oh, It's particularly rank, isn't it? Ah, moment... Aha moment or something. I'm not sure about that one. I've never heard it. No. Backstory. Mm. That's loathsome. And BFF. <laughs> you know this one? Is this Best Friends Friend or something? It is. Best Friends Forever, rather. Oh, Best Friends Forever. The use of Facebook and Google as a verbs has also made the list. <clears throat> yes. Voters also suggested the banning of M- Mama Grizzlies. This is something I've never heard <laughs> no. of. Apparently that was used to describe uh, right-wing female politicians in the mould of Sarah Palin. <laughs> Another loathsome phrase that's made the list is man up. Oh. Man up. Yes. Apparently used by a variety of people. Uh, stupid when directed at men, even more stupid when directed as, at women, as, as uh, one of the people said. So this list began in uh, 1976 wow. when it, it named at this point in time as a substitute for now as something that was particularly In 1976? Mm. Blimey, I didn't realise it had been as annoying as for as long as that. Yeah. <laughs> the college now receives well over a thousand nominations each year for its, uh, on its website. But I, that's good. Man up. <laughs> Terrible. BFF. <sighs> Get knotted. So anyway, uh, in other good news, there's a... This is something I think the world has been missing up until now. Uh, certainly I haven't he- heard anything about it. Beauty contest for goats <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. Yes, a beauty competition for goats began recently in Saudi Arabia as part of an auction bringing together traders and herders in the Muslim city of Mecca. Uh, auction supervisor Fauzi al-Subhi, or something similar, I do apologise, said that over one... 170 animals are competing for the coveted title of most beautiful goat. <laughs> Just sounds good, doesn't it, when mm, you say it like yes. that? <laughs> he expects the winner to be sold for at least $18,000. I see. Goodness me. Um, according to Al Sham's newspaper, the four-legged contestants are purebred high-jazzy goats. A distinct breed named after the province in which Mecca is located. The purpose of the competition is to raise awareness about the breed. And, uh, hey, it worked. Uh, next time someone asks you what the world's beautiful goat is, you'll be able to answer them. <laughs> I mean, that does happen regularly, obviously. Is there a, is there a beach wear round? Is there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'd like to know what they want to do. They want, the goats probably want to like work with children and eat pants directly off the clothesline. <laughs> yes. Uh, here's something for the elderly, and we do oh. know that uh, you know a few, <laughs> a few, a few more senior citizens do enjoy this <laughs> radio show. And you might perhaps like to get one of these, a million volt taser cane. <laughs> if you need to totter out of the house to get yourself a little tin of beans or a pi- or a pie, uh, for a bentos perhaps. Yes. Uh, then you um, might want to take this this 
taser slash torch slash cane combination with you. It's got everything in there. Sounds like yeah. it. Needs it just needs a, it just needs a corkscrew yes. and something to get the stones out of the hooves of That's sheep. Right. Uh, heat sheep horses, <laughs> and uh, you'd be stuck. Uh, this is what it says. This is a blurb. <clears throat> Steady yourself, light your way, and be ready to protect yourself if needed. The Zap Stun Cane features an adjustable walking cane, an ultra-bright bl- LED flashlight, and a stun gun with an unheard of one million volt charge <laughs> that will knock down any attacker. The cane has a, a weight capacity of 250 pounds and is adjustable from 32 to 36 inches. Mm. They'll think it's just a cane until it's too late. It's even rechargeable and includes a wall charger and carrying case. <laughs> Very handy. That is insane, isn't it? Can you imagine <laughs> that. You see the old man tottering towards you. Yeah. He doesn't like the look of you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can have some fun with that. You can have some fun with that. Mm. I, just, I just love the combination of walking cane yes. and taser. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe take this a step further and have the one million volt Zimmer frame? Yeah, could do. <laughs> like that. that would be good. Take that, youngsters. And that's the news. <laughs> oh, for a moment there, I thought it was going to be deja vu there. Why? But uh, we veered off at the end. That's good. Thank you very much, Mrs. Conium. You're welcome. <laughs> for that um, delicious selection of uh, lost news. There'll be more on next week's podcast. Uh, we had such a brief uh, bit of chip tune earlier. I thought we'd have another slightly more epic one on the, <laughs> the second selection. Uh, You're saying this is prog This is prog chip. We're now entering that, that uh, well, some might say hallowed, some might say questionable. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible territory. On it or hallowed, make up your hallowed mind. Hallowed territory of uh, Russian chip prog. I, I don't see how this can go wrong. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> uh, while I was trying to find some nice uh, New Year's chip tune, I've stumbled across this uh, Russian net label called Ubiktune, or perhaps, perhaps Ubiktune, who have been releasing a few uh, freely downloadable albums, and they've just released a compilation of some of their favourite uh, Russian chip prog artists, including this next artist called Coda. I don't know anything more about this particular artist uh, other than their name. <laughs> they are called simply Coda. And they don't appear to have anything else out on uh, Ubik Tune, but I'm certainly going to try and track them down because I, I rather like this next tune. It doesn't have a particularly nice title. The title is The Magnificent Meat Shower. Ooh. <laughs> maybe you wish to hmm. maybe wish to cleanse that from your mind but it's a rather rather deliciously epic piece of uh uh ship prog with several movements we do like we do like a kind of chip symphony mini chip symphony so we're now about to enter the epic or perhaps not quite so epic it's, it's five and a half minutes long if you want to either go out for a <laughs> toast break or a maybe help yourself to a pickled onion <laughs> or two while this is on this is coda with the magnificent meat shower
that was the magnificent meat shower delicious bit of chip prog rock there from coda from the album up which you can uh, download for free for nothing gratis mm. no price down yours take it away take it home <laughs> if you go to projectmoonbase.com you'll see a link you will we're uh, you know we're giving we giving are. back to the community we like to, we like to give back we like to give back this is the project moonbase podcast where every week we like to bring you the historic sound of the future we certainly do after that uh, mammoth is that allowed are we allowed to say mammoth why not? <laughs> After that mammoth piece of uh, Russian chip prog, it's probably time for something tranquil. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll take your seats, please. Our tour of the moon's famous sea of tranquility is about to begin. Uh, yes, on this week's uh, Sea of Tranquility spot, we're going to have another selection from the brand new album by uh, uh, Japanese primary school art teacher, Koryo Saito. From his new album Mirage, this is the soothing sounds of of an owl. Actually, <laughs> we like we soothing like sounds of an owl. Yeah, we like we like anything that's owl connected to owls here at the moon base. Chouette, mm. c'est chouette. Very good. You know what chouette means? Owl. It does mean owl, <laughs> but it also means cool. Oh, you say something is chouette. Oh, okay. It's cool. It's owl. C'est chouette. It's très owl. Très chouette. <laughs> <laughs> It's one. It's a. It's a non-rude uh, piece of uh, French uh, uh, slang. Lingo mm. slang. Yeah. This is a choreosito with calling from the owl.
And that was Corio Seito calling from the owl. Mm. It's good. Oh. I don't think we have enough uh, sort of Japanese primary school teach, uh, art teachers making kind of folk, folk rock. Using medieval using instruments. Using medieval <laughs> instruments, do we? I'm pretty certain of that. <laughs> it's a fairly, well it's done. A fairly narrow subgenre, that one. Yeah, it's, it's a nice one. If there are any other Japanese uh, nursery school art teachers making music with medieval instruments out there, please get in touch. Get in touch. Give us an email. Drop us a line. Show at projectmoonbase.com. And even if you're not... A primary school art teacher making folk music with medieval instruments. <laughs> Just say hi anyway. Drop us a line anyway. By the way, there's a f- fascinating biographical detail on Koryo uh, site on the website. A fasc- I do like a fascinating biographical Which is detail. That his, his father apparently played sitar in a local folk band. Sitar? <laughs> yes, in Japan. <laughs> All right. I, I want to find out more about so Koryo Saito's dad. We, like, we haven't had some sitar on the <laughs> no. show for a while. Well, strangely enough... Strangely ah. enough, we're going to leave you this week, dear listener, with a, a second track from the French Funk collection, which uh, Space Disco Jeff was kindly, very kind to give us as a Christmas present here at the Moon Base. And we're going to hear a track from another giant of French lovely music. This is the bass player, Guy Pete Pedersen. I hope he's French. <laughs> Where's that pronunciation? <laughs> That's from Barnsley. <laughs> Guy, Guy Pete. Pete. Guy Peterson. Uh, this is actually quite sitar tinged, as it happens. And this is, uh, as I say, a track from the French funk collection put together by uh, Kid Loco. This is uh, Guy Peterson with his tune Indian Pop Bass. I hope you've enjoyed the music this on the show this week, dear listener. And I hope you've enjoyed the lost news. Until next week, goodbye. goodbye. And a happy, happy new year. year.